0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Forwards Backwards Podcast, not from the corner of Glenway and Monroe, and not from the Give Me uh, Some Truth Studios. This week on the podcast, we discuss drip kits and a whole lot more. As always, I'm joined by the roadrunner to my wily Coyote, Dan Fallon. Dan, although Weston McKinney had the best weekend as a player and a human being, which young superstar has the finest dog name, Harvey Elliott or Harvey Elliott? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, we learned this
1: weekend that uh, the illustrious Keith Paniwaz and the uh, very young and talented Harvey Elliott of Liverpool both have dogs named Paisley uh, and both named after the, the uh, famous Liverpool manager. So Keith went from hating Harvey Elliott's top ponytail to now trying to grow out his own top ponytail to uh, match his new favorite 17 year old professional
0: soccer player. <laughs> I think tucking and the top ponytail is gonna be my luck this year. <laughs>
2: and, uh, for comments on that.
1: That's the that's the Let's benefit of quarantine, Chris, that we never have to go to another match with him in public. <laughs> Let's
0: go to tonight's guest, the Fox Velvet Fog, Chris Fox. Chris, welcome to the show. We've been trying to have you on for a while. Um, the last, so two times ago when we interacted, uh, I want to sh- share this little story. You threatened to slap me on the Featherstone, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, sort of zoom call when we were watching the, the Bundesliga. And then I see Chris at, at graphite where he works as a, a skilled uh, repair technician on Apple phones. Uh, they were the only place open and he couldn't have been nicer or friendlier, he was racing around the store like a chipmunk on amphetamines to get everything lined up for me. It was incredible. So I just want you to all know that, that Chris is deep down a, a sweetheart. I, I hate to ruin his, you know, edge, but, you know, it was, it was great and, and want to thank Graphite for getting me a new phone very quickly and Chris for doing a wonderful job helping me and all that. So thank you, Chris.
2: Gotcha, boss. Anytime.
1: Well, as someone who gets texted by him quite often, I would have preferred him to be Sam's phone for a little no. bit longer. That would have been just fine by me. I didn't even uh, notice. I didn't did even notice. You, I see, thankfully, I got you got a, a couple movie. days
2: out of it because I was offering him a loaner <laughs> right off the bat. I'm like, you need your phone, bro. I got you a loaner. It's here. Yeah.
0: You did notice you didn't get nearly the, the quantity of dumbass texts as you, d- you really, usually do from the
1: <laughs> Yeah, well. But when you did say you got your phone back, I hadn't really noticed. It didn't. It hadn't. It hadn't really made any material difference
0: yeah. in my day. to day You hadn't life. really cared. I think is more what it comes down to.
1: And as we've discussed, time is kind of a flat circle these days. So it's kind of like, was it a day that he didn't have his phone? Six weeks? I.
0: It's I all know. all sort of blending together. Uh,
1: I sit behind this painting twenty four hours a day. I don't even move. I just sleep here. So. Um, I guess nobody can see the painting because we're doing a podcast. Well, if
0: you, I'm sure we have Twitter fans that are, are are going through the archives right now as we speak yeah. to find the pictures of the, the aforementioned uh, painting. By the way, Dan, uh want to point this out. What is our Twitter handle? That would be at forward two. Yep, and we are, we are climbing up the charts. I think we're up to 369 uh, followers, so you know, uh, that is, we're, we're blowing up on the social media. I think is what it comes down to.
1: (laughs) Yep. Uh,
0: so Chris, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, Jersey design, some of the projects you've been working on. Um, one of them, um, you know, and, and kind of hit everything uh, about a week ago. And we had been talking about having you on the pod. Uh, and then we realized it was Memorial day, uh, and, you know, sort of, we we ended up having to, to push it back and then we had to push it back again because Dan's very difficult social schedule. Um, you know, and we're we're really running it tight here for Dan because I think he has a, a virtual fish concert to get to tonight.
1: I do not. They canceled they wouldn't doubt it. No, they canceled the concert as part of the um as part of the Tuesday live blackout
2: music damn you had your drug rug all washed and ready didn't you <laughs> <laughs> i mean he, he had bought i don't need a concert i don't need, a,
1: a, concert for, it, I don't do need a concert for that <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he, had, he had bought some fresh patchouli oil for tonight and now and now nothing
1: tuesday's the new friday
0: yeah, uh, so uh, no no fish concert tonight. Um, no fish concert. And so wanted to talk to you though about your involvement with what what was sweeping social media before uh, more important things came along, and that was the the drip kit. And how did you get involved in the release? And and you know, did you have any input on it? I know you had, an, and we'll talk about this more with the the fan design kit. But what what went into the the drip kit?
2: Uh, you got to ask Cassie that she's the, that's her brainchild, nothing for me there whatsoever. Um, that really, my involvement just ties into what I did with the Featherstone ready to fly t-shirt, um, which was that small couple of promos. I made those here at the same desk that I'm sitting at and just outside my garage, you know, 50 feet from me. Um, and my child, my actual, my oldest kid, uh, and my niece shot it for me. Um, it was just me skating out of my garage, releasing the shirt pointing at the camera hey this is what we're doing here it is welcome you know have it and they saw that Cuba got a hold of me and said hey man you know we liked what you did with that the flavor that you started to bring with that um, is something we want to further represent and we don't want to just take your idea we'd like to involve you in it can you show up on this day Um, we'll throw you a kit for your time you know I'm always happy to help regardless but shout out to Cuba for that and so yeah, we showed up. Uh, Bree Stevens, myself, Kuba, Cassidy, and uh, and Will got the thing done, and you know pretty much broke the internet again.
1: Uh, <laughs> what Chris? What did you think the first time you saw the kit?
2: And I had had the uh, the kit sitting in uh, certain Slack channels, uh, obviously for quite some time, <laughs> and I had seen it. And from the moment I had seen it, it was like holy, sh- holy, sh- like whoa this is something I've never seen. I don't know if I'll ever see it again. I'm glad it's here. I can't wait to, to brag about it, wear it. I mean, those bright colors, my coconut complexion, match made in heaven. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was really excited, really excited. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I gotta say, I, I, I did not see it in advance. Um, we are excluded from a yeah. lot. Of, well, I, yeah. I, I will say I've seen, I've, I, there have been maybe one or two that I have, I have seen in advance. Um, but I, I mean, I was just, I was just floored. Um, I didn't even know, like, know what I was looking at at first. I mean, and I think the, uh, <laughs> as you, as you alluded to, I think Cassidy. I mean, just her creativity on how she ended up figuring out where to go with this thing and how she created it is just mind-boggling. And um, the backstory of it is just is perfect. And uh, it's it was really cool to see that video with you and being part of kind of launching it because. Um, I didn't I think I put me in the camp of I didn't think the pink kit from last year was gonna be was gonna be topped for a while and it, it took them less than a year to do it. So kudos.
2: Really though. I mean the thing with me and like big up Cassidy again is I don't I don't know if she had it in mind just how connected to the streets the hydro dipping is. And that's what we represent. We represent the people who are in these streets. They're in the streets, they're also, you know, in the stands at the same time. But hydro dipping has really taken over. Streetwear, whether it be shoes, whether it be your car, you get a wrap that looks like a hydro dip. My yeah. mom actually does some hydro dipping on canvas and it's gorgeous. Look, I absolutely love it, but it's multifaceted, you know, from my own mother who hydro dips to kids taking a pair of white air force ones, watching a YouTube video, hydro dipping them and they go to school and they're, you know, all that and a bag of chips. So I don't think she, she really knows just how wide the spectrum is of what she hit and yeah. it's dope. Yeah,
0: one. Well, I mean, and I if did,
2: she did, it's even more genius. So if you do, <laughs> I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, Cassidy. If you did, Go ahead. She's a, well, no,
0: She's no. A She's a power listener to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we
2: we'll be. She she
0: listens live, and she'll be calling in later. Um, you know, Cassidy Cassidy from long, from Long Island, first time, long on time guys. Uh, one, I, and I think that's one of the amazing things that you saw on Twitter on the on the Twitter machine. Uh, is the scope of people who embrace the kits? You know, um, just everybody was blown away by it. No matter their age, no matter their race, no matter their their sort of background, everybody was just like on board with this. No matter who they were, and 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 that's really impressive. I want to talk a little bit about the filming. Any truth to the rumors that you uh, requested a, a separate trailer just for yourself? <laughs>
2: that you could prepare. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, I, mean, I needed. I needed. I got a fully catered uh, Papa John's barbecue. You know, they did that for me. Um, it was Which is impressive
0: because I didn't even know Papa John's did barbecue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Papa John's does barbecue. When you got connections, you know, you make it happen. Um, yeah, you know, there was uh, bottles of Perrier, rose petals on the floor when I walked in. It was pretty much uh like uh the opening scene of uh Coming to America, just me and my trailer.
1: <laughs> and you you wore you wore a different kit for every shot in the video,
2: right? Oh yeah, there was no way more than uh, like a uh, two two grams of sweat could you know hit the kit and I I can't I can't do that, you know.
0: And and they were fanning you off in between takes. Is that you know, much like coming to America, that, that's really the only reason
2: that Cuba was there. Just fanning off. <laughs> um, <Yeah. no. laughs>
0: we, we finally, we finally found a use for Cuba.
2: We don't I mean, know Will what he does. Will, Will had his camera. Cassidy had her paints. Uh, Cuba yeah. just is yeah, yeah.
1: fanning you off. And your boy
2: crispy cool. That's, that's, that's
1: why his parents moved to America. I think that was <laughs> that was the goal.
0: <laughs> the American dream is uh, exemplified by Cuba Shusastanyak. Uh, pulling up uh,
1: skateboarders during promo shoots for soccer jersey <laughs> releases. I think that was, that was pinnacle Steniac. <laughs> <laughs> first line
2: of
0: his, first line of his obituary. Uh, well, and, and I, I find this, I, I find this funny cause this was brought up by I think Will and Andrew uh, on social media. But um, it's also funny because I think you use your, your email address for DJing. So it's like, you know, there there are three letters. I don't want to give away your email address on air. Maybe you do. <laughs> and then booking at, you know, gmail.com. It's not like Chris Fox twenty seven or anything like that. It's da 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 booking. Right. And I'm like, are, do we have to go through his agent now? Is that what's happening? yeah,
2: i definitely use it just for, for all kinds of everything. So whatever. <laughs> if you need to hit me up, it's Jason James, Ellison Larry, D and David, booking.com at gmail.
0: James Larry David yeah, like not, okay, enthusiasm.
2: yeah I, I do that um, on on purpose people understand Larry David usually makes them smile in the end so whatever <laughs> uh,
0: so the other thing that we wanted to talk about is uh, the ready to ready to fly t-shirt and one of the cool things I think that uh, Featherstone Flamingos have been doing is kind of taking uh, pieces of, uh, of African American iconography uh, the Malcolm X sticker is another example of this you know taking that 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 cover, um, and you know, tell us a little bit about the the purpose of the Malcolm X sticker when you release that, and then you know, the 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 T-shirt is actually for sale, and so you're raising funds with that, right?
2: Yeah, so I'll start with this sticker that was during Black History Month February and I just brainstorming, brainstorming, brainstorming how can I get a conversation starter based on a sticker alone with nothing else but a visual um, I am very well noted photo of Malcolm X um, in his uh, brownstone, you know, a week before he was assassinated, a week before or a week after his home had been like firebombed I believe in the window with the M1 carbine, very powerful, speaks volumes don't really have to say much to invoke a thought or a conversation based on that image so i thought why not flip it and obviously we run with that plague dr steez i wanted to bring that into it obviously so people knew who it was from first and foremost and then if you didn't know about the actual pose of the photo you can ask and it's a great way to get some knowledge on a good piece of african-american history in america during that time just by looking at something
1: I'll say, I mean, I, I I appreciated it because even as you know, someone who probably grew up with the uh, with the overriding kind of negative narrative about Malcolm X, right? I think uh, as uh, white people in America, we're usually taught there were kind of two important African American people uh, in front of the social rights movement: one who you should like, and one who you should be scared of. Um, Martin Luther King being the one you should like, and we we we're okay with him, but the other guy you shouldn't be okay with. And I think, um, you know, kind of retelling that story that it's, it's not quite that simple on, on either front. It's a, it's a lot more complicated. And so I appreciated seeing him, seeing Malcolm X kind of represented within our club, um, and trying to help people learn more about his, his story.
2: And I appreciate that. And it definitely invoked a lot of good conversations coming from folks within our supporters groups and outside as well, folks who just know of us, like what we do. And they're like, and this is all, all races too. People are coming to me, what, what exactly were you trying to do with this? Can you explain a little more? You know, I see it, I get it, but, you know, I need a little more on what you were thinking during the conceptualization of it. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice. And I'm glad to kind of be able to foster those those moments, you know?
0: And so then, relatedly, the the other project that you've been working on is the the design of the ready to fly T shirt, and you released that as you said in a in a video that you recorded in front of your house, which was pretty cool. Uh, you bullied Dan and I both into buying one. Uh, and, uh, I did. This I'm is still, very true. Is
2: I'm, very still true. I'm, is I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for mine.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know, gonna, I think I think it's for pickup only, and as part of Chris's master plan. You know, there's never going to be pickup again. We're never going to see one another. And he's just going to take all the money that we gave. We're never going to get any t shirts. So tell us what, what the organization is that you're supporting, why you're supporting it. And then tell us a little bit about the, the design of the t shirt and, and so on and so forth.
2: So, yeah, this year with uh, Featherstone Flamingos, we are behind or uh, working in partnership with the YWCA Children's Program of Medicine just to help them keep children's programs running, whether it be obviously uh, coming forth, however that may be, in small groups on certain days with COVID-19 and everything, what have you. Um, and the shirt is just me being a, a, a fan of hip-hop, a, a black dude who loves hip-hop, uh, I love East Coast rap. It's been there since I was really little. Biggie Smalls for sure. Cats like him, Big L. I mean, uh, Rakim, Nas, uh, let's see, Cool G Rap. Like, I could go on and on. Like, those are the people I grew up listening to. That's the rap that I love. And I wanted something that was going to bang. And when it came to January, I had four or five ideas on how I could uh, incorporate that kind of Plague Doctor look into these. Uh, hip-hop albums or or, or uh, other visionaries that I could flip. And that was the one I settled on because I really liked that baby, that baby on, of Christopher Wallace on that Ready to Die album. Flip that with the Plague Doctor. Give us whole, pff, something different. Let's just blow the roof off. And that's kind of what happened. Big ups to Cody Banks. He's done the majority of our work, pretty much everything that we've ever put out. Go check him out at Cody A. Banks on Instagram. Kid's amazing. Bless us.
0: Um, Cody's from, from Madison, correct? If I, yeah,
2: Cody's a local kid. Uh, great soccer player. Brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great footballer. Him and his brother both. Um, his father, uh, Joey Banks, great uh, percussionist in the city and soccer coach uh, as well. But yeah, well, I knew he was doing some illustration. I wanted somebody, uh, honestly, for Featherstone Flamingos, I want I want black artists. Uh, we've been working with him for the past year, and I'm obviously always looking to expand uh, my Rolodex with those names. So if anybody out there knows anybody, please send them my way. Uh,
0: via via JLDbooking at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You got it, baby. Got uh, easier it, baby. to remember. Uh, apparently he can hey,
2: Yo, check it. If we get Dan Fallon's hair a little higher, he'll be my Don King, and we'll call it a day.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going back to my uh, when when uh, Ready to Die came <laughs> out. My hairstyle was very similar. I had the butt cut. So I'm, I'm bringing that back
2: you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think oh, you get on, you know... And contrary to Keith's uh, statements earlier, um, they should be here within the next, like, five to seven days. So we'll get them out to the people as soon as we can.
0: And,
1: and Keith's defense. Important. I was the one who said I hadn't gotten mine yet, but...
0: Um, no, that, I put together
2: the grand conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, that was all him. Don't stick up for him no more, yeah, bro. Right. Don't stick up for him no more. Yeah, Grown-ass man over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, you're, you're using that term a little too loosely.
2: Dan <laughs> and I. I think, yeah.
1: You should have ended it with grown ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> grown <laughs> asshole, I think, works quite well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, and, and just a reminder, if people didn't hear that, that you know, the, the funds raised from that go to the YWCA uh, help, yep, yeah, we're, we're splitting that program directly direct,
2: directly down the middle all year long. Anything that we put out is is everything split in half with that organization. And we got more coming on the way. I mean, I got ideas with Lena Horn, Nina Samoa. I got all kinds of things coming in, man. We just want to get back to football first. We want everybody to make it through these times safely and sound and sane. And football can wait. You know, I get it. But I'm uh, glad I was able to get something out for everybody to kind of drool over until then.
0: Well, and I think as well, it's, you know, putting these, these things together. I mean, I think Dan and I can comment about this uh, on the podcast as well. Just doing it, you know, every week we're, we're putting out more than we put out when there was actual soccer going on. And part of that is just, I think, you know, maintaining our sanity. I mean, I feel bad. For the rest of you, that talking to me is, you know, part of your sanity maintenance. But, <laughs> you know, that's just a big part of it. With Peter Wilt, you know, we're doing those kind of dives into the history of soccer and Peter's history in soccer and that sort of thing. And, you know, just Keith, I tell you, projects. it's either
2: talking, it's, it's either talking to you, fixing your phone, or slapping the shit out of you. So you got to pick one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I was, I was really disappointed.
1: Um, make you know, sure you're I, wearing, I, make sure you're wearing a glove when he slap him, though.
2: Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. <laughs> rubber glove. Rubber glove. <laughs> That's just, keep, watch, keep. just watch the powder drift away afterwards.
1: Keith usually has to pay extra for the for the rubber
2: glove, but hey man, whatever,
0: whatever. That, Dan, Dan, we have a rule on the pod: no kink shaming. Remember that came under that came up under the the uh, you know the the, the sex party.
2: Uh, <laughs> I respect that. I respect that rule. I respect that rule.
0: Um, the the other you know sort of design project that you got involved in and. Uh, you know, had previously sort of broken the internet was with the, the design of the the second kit. And you and Andrew, uh, if if there's a guy who needs an outlet right now, I think it's Andrew. I think he's crawling up the walls. So maybe. Can we give him another kit to design or, or something like that? Just <laughs> we, can me me we can give him anything. We can give
2: him. We can give him a diaper. We can. We can do some diapers. One, thing, <laughs> yeah. whatever, man. Just whatever, the, the, No, bless that. Camera, bless right? that dude's heart. Like that kid's amazing. Um, that kit was came out absolutely amazing. We had, uh, well, him and Mark had to rework it again. My end is more on the. Do I think it looks tight, and will it go? Do I think it goes on a grand scale of everyone? I'm not looking just my people, the skateboarders, DJs, hip hop aficionados, black dudes. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at the whole spectrum. So when they started designing that, you know, we just brainstormed. We got some inspiration based off some other clubs' kits from around the world. We thought about what do we want to go for, what kind of visual aspect is our lane um, for for traveling in. And once we came to the consensus that we needed to represent on the away kit for our supporters, um, they broke down how they wanted to lay out the lines. Uh, They brought it to me and said, hey, Chris, what do you think? You guys know me. It's 12 and 6. I don't have time for everything in between. It's straight up and down, (laughs) you know, like that's it. So I I gave them, you know, my opinion on it and they went the rest of the way and I couldn't be more proud to have dudes like them and and everyone else in 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 my corner, in our corner as a family, you know, like we have some really, really dope creative minds throughout the flock and and other organizations and I love seeing what people are capable of. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and your point about, you know, looking good on everybody – I I get a lot of you know kind of I sit out front and see a lot of bikers and runners and people going by pretty regularly on the weekends and I see a fair amount of people you know sporting kits and mm-hmm. it's true they're kids they're adults they're they're big they're small they're you know, everywhere in between and and it, it just all this stuff looks great on people and it looks it looks so unique like you you know the second you're seeing something. From Forward Madison or the flock or, you know, it is it's recognizable. It looks totally different than what other people are wearing. And um, yeah, so kudos to everybody involved. And, you know, having having your name on the kit of the team you support is not something most people get to experience in their lives. So that was a pretty cool day. I know for me when it showed up.
2: I mean, ever, I I, they, I have a single share along with Andrew and uh, Louis Baguette in uh, CFC in Chattanooga. And they did a shareholder kit with the shareholder's name on it. And I wasn't even interested in that. I was just like, nah, man, like I got my share. Like I'm in there. Black owner. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that was it. You know, like I wasn't even fighting for that. And it was funny because I haven't even looked for a name, my name on the kit. But somebody in the supporters group—I don't know if you lads saw that—was like, "I haven't found my name yet. If anybody sees it, please let me know here." And some dude who I don't think I've ever met was like, "Well, if your name is spelled Chris Fox, I found it." <laughs> 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 and I was like, "All right, cool. At least I know, like, I made it." You
0: know, <laughs> I, I haven't. Uh, nobody has pointed out. Well, I don't have a, a version of the kit yet. I'm—I'm I'm not a kit wearer generally, um, but uh, I don't know where my name is yet. Uh, so. I I'll, I find, I'll find it. I'll
2: find well, it. For it's, you. it. I it's probably it. Yeah. it's yeah. probably somewhere in the yeah. pit. It's probably somewhere in the
0: pit. I was wondering if it was visible when tucked or not. That was my main. <laughs> uh, well,
2: um, I, I mean, think gonna the, gonna the have, problem. gonna have to consult Tucker on that. You got his number.
1: <laughs> the problem is they don't know how they they're not aware of how deep you tuck.
2: Yeah, how high?
1: So <laughs> they, they tried, tried, to, go, they tried the to go. They tried to go. They tried to go mid drift, but yeah. it's. I think it's
0: probably buried, up around the nipples. It's
1: very deep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say, Chris. Oh, yeah. it, it sounds like, by the way, I watched the the Ralph Lauren documentary on HBO, and it sounds like you're the, the Ralph Lauren of of this creative process because basically what happens in their design is like all these designers work really hard, and then they bring it in and show it to King Ralph, and he's like. Nope. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't want to go as far as to say that, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, nope.
1: You are I mean, the, the Ralph Lauren. Of what? This what? What? Keith wants to know, Chris, is how many times have you made Andrew cry?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah, none, man. I'm, I'm Andrew's. Andrew's a very supple soul, and I. I, I, I we treat each other the same way. You know, we seriously both like wear our heart on our sleeves. But we're also very real with each other. And he knows like, if he needs an opinion, he comes to me, he gets it. He doesn't take it to heart. The kid is gold. Like, I can't speak any like higher words for that lad. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm here. I guess I have pretty good opinions and decent style. I don't know. I just want to make sure everybody looks good in what we're trying to put out for them, whether it be club or supporters groups. That's it.
0: I mean, my general sense is you could benefit from some tucking. I think you know we saw that um, when when we both talked, you looked fantastic, so I'm well, gonna... he looked he looked better that's for sure <laughs> than I did well yeah yes yeah well, you also have to remember, I mean, generally at those soccer matches, I'm about the the right now uh Chris, you're wearing a red and white striped uh, uh top for the Madison. Uh, Gaelic football and hurling club. Is that right? And I would say yes, yes, generally, sure. generally between the beer I've consumed and the sun that has hit my face, I'm about the color. of. <laughs> uh, sure. So, um, I don't That's even fairly know-
2: accurate. I give you that one. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, so, you know, obviously Chris is going to look better. Uh, Chris, before we get to, you know, the final question we've been, we've been asking folks, wanted to talk to you a l- little bit about sort of, uh, you know, football and, and footballing history and I know you've been a fan for a long long time and I was just kind of curious what's what's your favorite match what's like you know the the best thing that you ever saw
2: uh, what was it 2012 was it Barcelona Chelsea UCL final we whipped them we didn't whip them <laughs> but whatever we, we got the win <laughs> oh yeah I'll retract it okay we just got the win again <laughs> But I mean, yeah, that that's probably like one of that's like one I'll never forget, and like watching that and being like, holy, sh- this is this ha- might happen over Barcelona. And I, I, when you separate the two from you know that competition, I love both clubs. You know, obviously Chelsea's mine, but I love watching Barcelona play. I love their tactics. I love uh, the creativity of the players. The uh, the effortlessness of it, like it's so beautiful and elegant. You know, English football is a little more hard nosed. That's why I dig that too. But like. You put them together, man, that's a banger. And you just, yeah, it was great. I absolutely love it.
0: And now, now is, who is your favorite Chelsea player of all time? Because I think it's
2: Gianfranco to... Zola.
0: Zola is your all-time little, favorite?
2: Little, little, little tiny Zola. He tucked like Keith, but he shredded everybody. <laughs> uh, everybody in, that in got the 90s, everybody tucked. Everybody talked bro, and I, I understand why, because I, I have that 97 uh, Coventry City from when Chelsea had to visit Coventry City, and they didn't have their away kits, so they wore Coventry City's away know. kits, and I have a replica of that, and it is massive. It's a double XL, but fits <laughs> like a quad. It is insanely big, that's, <laughs> headed, but that's but it's a, Le, it's a, Le, it's a Lecoq sportif too, so like I can't complain. Oh, them. nice. That's <laughs> the
0: thing, <interesting laughs> too, about those kits is the sleeves were like bat arms, and apparently... Uh, now oh, yeah,
2: it people was, are it like was going after
0: weird. getting like bat arm sweatshirts and whatnot.
2: I don't understand how refs could call like a handball or differentiate that with <laughs> so much sleeve right there yeah. and drape between the torso and the under <laughs> forearm, like, yeah, or under bicep. Yeah. I don't if, understand how they did If it that. keeps
1: billowing, it wasn't a handball. <laughs> yeah.
0: <right. laughs> But yeah, he spins it, 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 around the other side of the arm. Like you look at some of those kits, even like like I remember seeing kits of like Maca playing with Real Madrid, and they're like yeah. down to his forearm, you know? But they're but
1: their shorts are yeah. about two inches long.
0: Yeah. It, it was, was like, all sleeves like... <laughs> and, and no shorts. It was very yeah. very odd style. Um just one just one comment about that twenty twelve
1: Champions League final. That in I mean it's a decent trivia question now. I mean, I know all three of us know the answer, but You know, in the years to come, who was the manager of Chelsea will be of that match will be a trivia question that many, many people will not will not recall. Mr. Roberto Di Matteo, who was then unceremoniously fired (laughs) just just weeks later, (laughs) uh, maybe a couple months later, I guess. But uh, that'll be a name I bet a lot of people won't remember as being the manager of Chelsea on that day.
0: Uh, Oh, you know, uh, now, what's your all-time favorite kit, by the way, since we went down this
2: 90s rabbit hole? Oh, shoot. Man, Man you pick one? you're talking, wow. Yeah, someone else goes, you got one off the top.
1: I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm going to, like, kind of draw a line because I think, you know, some of the Forward Madison stuff now, I'm like, is amazing. But I think the kit, like, as a kid, I think the kit that I just loved and they were always my second Actually, my third country after U.S. and Ireland. Um, I just always loved the Dutch kit. I always loved the orange, the white, the lion, like the white shorts. I, I was always a huge fan of that kit.
2: Um, I'm trying. Well, I'm trying to think of something that I don't have an affiliation with because that's I, there's yeah. so many like affiliations with my background and yeah. things like that that like I could be so biased shoot i'm probably okay okay. i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go on a limb i'm going on a limb because i never owned it but i really 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 want it is that first powder pink juventus kit like any any like i I can't remember what year it was but the very first time i saw it it was the vertical stripe it was like powder pink and the white i was like holy it was just beautiful wanted it i love that kit so anybody out there want to give it to me thanks
0: yeah, uh you know, do have it on classic uh classic football shirts or not. My all-time favorite is the the kit that France wore for the qualifying for the 1992 European Championships. It was it was blue and then it had like a white shoulder area and then it had three red sort of uh thicker stripes going through the the um, you know, white to the blue. And uh, and that team had, you know, they had Papin, they had uh, Basile Boli. I mean, that was just a great team. They went undefeated in European Championship qualifying, and then they just unceremoniously dumped out of that 92 uh, European <laughs> that's Championship. Very, that's very French. Uh, yeah, um, but I love that kit. That kit, like, of all all of them, that's the one that I first, you know, ever fell in love with. Um, and, and I'm mad at Nike cause they shifted from that, that beautiful French blue to like a darker Navy. It just doesn't look yep. the same. And for a while, like they even took away the, the Royal white red short combination, which is just classic. So I don't like Nike for a multitude of reasons. That's, that's one of them.
1: I will say the other kid, I just saw again, the other day that I've forgotten how much I like is the, um, is it the 94? Uh, the white Germany one with the like the, the stripe that kind of comes down. It's pixelated and it's got the green and the
2: red and in it. I'll have you just to... really like international shirts, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do.
1: I mean, just because of the you know. I mean, the problem with the with the club kits is they change
0: like so much. There's so many I like, but I feel like the classic kind of the ninety the ninety World Cup jersey where it it kind of swoops down and then back up with the three yeah. colors of the German flag. And they kind of yep. reincorporated that in the last world cup. Yeah. 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 That's not, a-
1: as, not as kind of uh
0: nineties, uh, uh, yeah. you know, comic sans. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately they didn't bring back the, uh, the uh, Bodo Ilner goalkeeper jersey from that era. Chris probably knows what I'm talking about. Yep.
2: Let's not bring a lot of those goalkeeper kids
0: back. (laughs) Again, with the giant sleeves, I feel like you just make yourself big and hope they hit the sleeve space. That's what you're aiming
2: for. (laughs) That's it.
0: (laughs) It's like giant
2: hockey goalkeeper pads, you know? It's like Edward Nygma when he comes out and he's like, I am the bat. I don't know if you guys remember that movie, but I love that. (laughs) <laughs> movie you know, old batman with jim carrey it was great
0: <laughs> so uh dan chris what are you li- listening to in in quarantine that uh you know dan and i may, may not be listening to while our when, uh,
2: you know uh, i mean everything that i've bought in the last like three weeks. Um, Obviously, you guys know about the unfortunate, untimely passing of my father. So through therapy of music, I dove back into collecting records. So I've spent, I don't even want to say how much in front of my wife because she's in the kitchen since then. But I mean, a lot of old school hip hop, a lot of funk and soul, a lot of Isley Brothers. Uh, I just picked up some, who is this? uh, Some Isaac Hayes today, a lot of reggae, um, old school Gregory Isaacs. I mean outcast Kendrick Lamar big crit things like that the Mac Miller album swimming has been pulling me through a lot of mental days um as well so any of those guys give them a listen if you're not really you know into the new hip-hop stuff listen to that stuff
0: and we did want to offer our condolences on the you know passing of your father as well um you know I
2: appreciate that here I'm gonna give you one more suggestion though I'm gonna show you guys this He's got this really dope Pacific Jazz album. I listen to a lot of jazz. I love jazz as well. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I don't know.
0: You know, nobody listens to the podcast, but last week I thought one of the funnier moments was that uh, April revealed that she listens to hip-hop and her son listens to jazz and is like offended by <laughs> her hip-hop. Like, you know, like an old man. Like, oh, this is...
2: this I is feel this like that's where we, for- we are, man, which is dope though, you know, like because... My my parents listen to all kinds of stuff, and that's why I listen to all kinds of stuff. But you know, my child listens to some things that I don't listen to, and he might he's put me on some things, and I put him on some things. So it's good that, that way, you know. But I feel like Demetri- Demetrius. Sorry, I feel like you're an old soul, bro. I know you'd be watching <laughs> Love Island, and you would be you know I'd be I'd be seeing you, bro. <laughs> I feel like you're an old soul. That's all, dude. None wrong. Well, with no,
0: <laughs> fortunately, nobody listens to this podcast, so we're not going <laughs> to demetrius's reputation with his with his uh dan anything cool that you're listening to yeah yester uh i kind of forgot it's it's you know it's a little weird trying to figure
1: out like when new music comes out and like are people still putting their stuff out or are they waiting um but uh nicole atkins who i really like put out an album i think last week it's called italian ice she's from um
2: Sounds There's like something company. I'd eat Wheat Thins while listening okay. to. <laughs> <laughs> just a box I of Wheat come. Thins just sitting there, and I'm just like, "Yeah, Nicole, I <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is she from uh, Philadelphia by chance? She no, she's from Asbury Park, or uh, right outside Asbury Park, New Jersey. Next one um, the other, yeah. And actually, she, uh, she has a kind of an interesting story in that. Uh, that kind of with this album coming out during the pandemic, her first album. You know, she was one of these artists who. You know, she hustled, 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 played all over New York. She's like friends with that whole kind of like Brooklyn, Sharon Bennett and crew. And she got her big break. She got her big music deal. And um, it was right. uh, The album was just about to come out like the first week of September in 2001. And Rick Rubin got hired at whatever label she was at. And he said, well, wait, wait, I want to take a listen to this album. He shelved it it got put on the shelf for like seven months, you know, and then at nine 11 and all this stuff and like kind of like derailed her career early on in her career. Um, like she had an Amex commercial that was playing during the U S open and no album out. So all these people are seeing her and then going to buy the album and there's no album. There's like no way to like, yeah. So anyway, and now she, you know, she's obviously having to deal with the pandemic and put an album out. She's, but she's a great artist. She's, I think she's in Nashville now. Um, it's kind of like soul crooner rock indie I don't know kind of hard to explain but our last two albums have been great
0: Uh, I have not been listening to all that much new uh, music I've been listening to dire straits make of that what you will Uh, so uh...
2: I will give you something that I've been listening to that you wouldn't expect but it's uh, a country artist by the name of Yola she incorporates like old 50s, 60s vibe as well as some country twang black artists. She's very, very lovely. So check it out.
1: Yeah, I got the Yola vinyl sitting over there, my wife. Yeah,
2: yeah. I got turned on to her via some like Apple uh, advertisement on Instagram and I was like, holy shit, let me figure out who that is. Yeah,
1: and she's also featured on a couple of the tracks on the High Women album. The Brandy Carlisle, Amanda Shires, Marin Maren Morris, I forget the other one, but she she sings on two uh, she sings on two of the tracks, and she performed with all of them at, at Newport Folk Festival last year with Dolly Parton, and yeah, so she's awesome. Love it,
2: yeah, very much so. Was so not expecting fine.
1: her to be British.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, neither was I.
1: I <laughs> mean, like you listen to it, and it's like there's, n- I, and then I, you know, someone was like, "Well, she's from England," and I was like, "What?"
0: I was like, yeah, that, yeah. No, that's like the the uh, shutdown <laughs> forecast, you know, their game, Alabama or England. It's, sometimes it's very hard to tell. <laughs> uh, you may be hearing producer Paisley in the background telling me to wrap it up. She's given us the wrap it up box. Uh, Mr. Chris Fox, I want to thank you again for appearing, uh, joining us today for your musical suggestions, for all the design help and effort you've put into you know helping us with the the flock community it's been awesome uh and i want to thank you for not slapping me in public um and then uh you know dan do you have anything you want to complain about what did i get wrong this week you were pretty yeah
1: keith you know what you were perfect you were perfect it was like it was you were eleven.
0: you were on 11 if these went to
1: 10 you went to yeah. 11 today
0: why Dan, did you go to 11? Uh, Dan <laughs> I know you are you are not at all sincere, and uh, I appreciate it all, all the same. Uh, I'll send so, you a text
1: after this, telling you what a great job you
0: did. Yeah. What it, usually you say? Great job, Brownie. That's usually how you put it.
1: <laughs> Which is a yeah. That guy. What was that guy's name?
0: I don't know. Brownie. <laughs> the guy who ruined the uh, yeah, the all uh, of New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until next time we say forwards not backwards upwards not forwards and always twirling 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 towards freedom On
2: our floor, all of the guys call flamingo, cause
0: I love practicing.
2: I mean, so did Allen Iverson. (laughs)